North Korea is threatening the United States, pledging to deliver a Christmas gift if concessions aren't made by the end of the year. The Christmas gift may likely be another ballistic missile launch over the Sea of Japan. The U.S. ambassador to the U.N. says it must act accordingly if Kim Jong-un's regime doesn't turn from hostility and threats. Well, joining us with more is retired Army Special Operations Lieutenant Colonel Sargas Sangari. He is CEO of the Near East Center for Strategic Engagement. So, Mr. Sangari just returned from a visit to the Korean Peninsula. Sargas, it's good to see you again. We normally talk to you about the Middle East, but tell us, what were you doing in South Korea? Gary, it's good to be here. I was there to do a strategic assessment given what we saw coming possibly, especially with the uh, elections due in uh, April of this uh, coming year in uh, South Korea. It was very important to kind of holistically take a look at what is happening on the ground. And while I was there on 7 December, which is a date that uh, lives in infamy, where Japan attacked the United States uh, in Pearl Harbor, is when uh, the North Koreans decided to test a new system, a new engine for their ICBM delivery capability. Now, you add that to the uh, initial test that took place off of a submarine platform in October, it is possible right now that North Korea can have the capability of delivering a nuclear warhead ICBM against anywhere in the United States using a submarine platform in the future. Unfortunately for us, is with the infighting that's taking place in Washington, has become a distraction and hasn't allowed us to be able to put the pressure on North Korea as we had done in the past. Yes, we're not we're not hearing much about this, but I'm sure the South Koreans are very concerned about the North Korean regime's uh, hesitancy to return to negotiations with the U.S. So, uh, what are they saying about it? The South Koreans are very concerned, but they're more concerned with their internal politics, uh, given that Moon is, uh, seems to be moving more into the orbit of China and North Korea. And I would say he's probably uh, strongly within their camps, which has really uh, strained our relationship with a 71-plus uh, years of uh, uh, dual capability to be able to protect South Korea against this enemy. Uh, he has uh, taken steps uh, within the uh, government of South Korea, which has really isolated us. And while I was there, there was even discussions as to maybe South Korea moving away from a uh, bilateral capability to be able to secure South Korea with the United States and moving into the China's orbit in that capacity. Wow, that would be a major development uh, with 29,000 U.S. troops still there in South Korea. So. Back to President Trump, do you think uh, he should lift some of the sanctions against North Korea to encourage Kim Jong-un to dismantle his nuclear program and return to negotiations? What should he do? No, I don't believe so. I think what he needs to do is actually hold Moon, the South Korean leadership, accountable for what he has done. Uh, if you uh, want to have a partner in the region, you have to have a partner that is willing to allow sanctions to work. Unfortunately, uh, Moon established a liaison office on the DMZ and allowed almost 50 construction projects uh, to go forth uh, between North Korea and South Korea, which was a means and ways by which uh, he bypasses sanctions that the U.S. had placed on North Korea. At the same time, uh, when the Japanese government uh, was sending industrial chemicals to uh, South Korea, there were almost 200 violations of those chemicals moving directly into North Korean uh, territory. And when the Japanese government pushed back on it, because these are uh, industrial chemicals that are used for weapons of mass destruction, 
uh, he threatened to tear up the uh, security agreement, which the United States had worked on in order to be get the uh, Japanese and the South Koreans to work together in order to support the defense of South Korea, because Japan has capabilities that South Korea does not. And it was only with U.S. pressure that he relented on trying to tear up that agreement. What do you think is going to happen with these threats from Kim Jong-un that he's making? It will continue to make those threats as long as the South Korean leadership is willing to surrender South Korea to uh, North Korea. If you think about it, uh, during the uh, August, uh, the 71st anniversary of the establishment of South Korea, Moon did not even mention South Korea. Imagine if the President of the United States stood on stage on uh, July 4th and never even mentioned America in his speech and talk. Quickly, uh, Sargis, we're running out of time, but uh, do you think uh, President Trump is on the right course with North Korea, or is it a policy failure, the fact that he met with Kim? No, he was on the right course. Uh, he was the only president who was able to bring the uh, North Koreans to the table twice. Uh, however, uh, with the infighting that is taking place in Washington, D.C., and I have said multiple times, uh, our political parties are more interested in bearing the hatchet in each other's heads than our enemies' heads. Of course, our adversaries across the globe are going to take advantage of us to include possibility of uh, our allies. In this case, the biggest thing for us is if Moon in South Korea is able to get two-thirds of the vote out of the assembly of the, uh, um, uh, in the uh, April election, then it will be a complete loss across the board on the peninsula for us. Okay, Sargas Ngari, thank you so much. Welcome back. Thank you for your insights. It's good to be back.